0: Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Podcast Dark Elevation. I'm your host, Zach Jones. We are once again going to take a dive into everybody's favorite YouTube content, AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation, as we prepare for another exciting dynamite tonight, Uh which is I assume when you're listening to this. I don't... Well... N- I guess nobody listens to this, but if people were to listen to it, I think the ideal time to listen to it would be right before Dynamite. Get yourself a little excited, a little bit prepared, and get a little recap to remember what happened. I know that on Dynamite, as you watch, they do have the little ticker that goes by that tells you what happened on Dark and Dark Elevation, which I think is nice. I think it's I think it gives these shows some seriousness, some some credibility. I'm going to take it a little bit deeper and tell you not, maybe not as much as well of what happened, but what I think, what, ha- what did happen, what it means. So we'll start with Monday's edition that, w- that is from April 11th, originally recorded on April 6th at a arena in Boston, which was a few miles from my house, less than a mile from my house. Did I go? No. Should I have? Yes. Was the ticket more than I wanted to pay? Uh, yeah, I guess, it, I guess, I guess that's what, it, what the problem was, but oh boy, was that a banger of a show? Do I regret that a little bit? We start off, well, first we have to acknowledge that it started off with a, uh, Christina Marie versus Layla Hirsch that ended in a no contest that did not appear on the taped version, but it, did happen and it is something that is on the card here on CageMatch.net, and I just I don't have very much to say other than Layla Hirsch is one of my favorites and I wish her a speedy recovery in in dealing with with this injury and I think that she will get a very very big reaction when she does return so uh best of luck to Layla um we're we're all we're counting on you. We're all wishing the best for you. I think that the Owen tournament would have been a really great place for her, but we're we're hoping for the best with 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 that injury. The first match that opened up the actual show as as we saw it on YouTube was Frankie Kazarian defeating Teddy Goods in 3 minutes 18 seconds. Teddy Goods, another regular at Beyond Wrestling, a local favorite, the fans Started chanting for Teddy immediately, because this was a hot crowd and it was a smart crowd. They knew who everybody was. They were very into Teddy. They were very into Willow. They were very into Yuda, who were the who were the the ones who closed the show on on the the taped episode of Rampage. And these are all Beyond favorites, so I don't I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that was really smart of them to book it that way. Uh, to book to have these these people who don't maybe have as much of a national or television appeal in Willow and Utah but are really beloved by this home crowd and really made them seem like they were they were some I I think they've had Willow try out a few times they've had her do some stuff this was obviously the first time she did something on TV and that made it more legitimate made it seem more important but also how how much the fans really were were behind Willow made made her seem like like if, if you were just watching and you didn't know who she was, you understood that this is just a fan favorite, and uh, and I credit Red Velvet quite a bit for for leaning into the fact that she was going she had to work heel in that match, uh, but that was from Rampage as we will go into, and and I think I'm going to probably talk more about Dynamite and Rampage in my tirades this week than I maybe usually do. I don't know if it's because I'm five episodes into this now, or if this was just a particularly slow couple episodes, but I, I, it's really starting It really started to hit this week about how much of these matches just, just, just felt like treading water this week, unfortunately. And that, that is, that is sad, but, it it is something I understood when I undertook this this Sisyphean task of making sense of the extra extra AEW to content. But anyway, Teddy Goods is a local favorite. The crowd was behind him. Frankie Kazarian kicked his ass. He he let him get some good stuff in, as Frankie Kazarian tends to do. But ultimately, Teddy Goods did not stand a chance. I would like to see somebody actually, it wouldn't be Frankie Kazarian because he's too much of a, of a likable guy and, and a, a consummate professional. But if there was some sort of mid-level heel whose whole shtick was beating up on hometown, hometown favorite enhancement talent like Teddy Goods, I think, and just make that somebody's AE, AEW dark gimmick, I think there would be something to do with that. I think that would, that would have, some legs and 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 give uh, dark content a little bit more, a little bit more oomph. If if there was, I off the top of my head, I can't think of who might do something like that. I don't know. Maybe who doesn't have anything to do right now? Ethan Page, maybe Ethan Page doesn't have a ton of stuff to do right now. So if Ethan Page just beat up Teddy the Teddy Goods of whatever region you're in on dark. I think that would get him some heat. I think that would be fun. Frankie Kazarian said, it said he was number four in the rankings going into this match. He, he's probably going to maintain that, if not increase it coming up. I don't know what that plan is. I I think that as soon as we, for many reasons, we all want the Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara stuff to end. We, we It is going nowhere and, and it's bad, but... Among the chief reasons I think that would be good is I think that would be a great place to use Frankie Kazarian against Scorpio Sky, his former tag team partner, his former former SC, SCU cohort would be a great showing for Scorpio Sky. I think it would give Frankie Kazarian that sort of veteran edge that people know he has, but he doesn't get to do on TV as as often. So, give me. I, ho- I hope that's what this is building to. I hope we're building to a Frankie Kazarian versus Scorpio Sky, maybe at what's the next pay per view? Double or nothing? Maybe maybe we get Frankie Kazarian against Scorpio Sky at double or nothing. A real a real the student has become the master type of type of storyline. Everybody loves those. So. I I like what I've been seeing of Frankie Kazarian recently. Diamante defeated Ashley Dambois in two minutes and forty-three seconds. Hey, look at this. We've got some continuing stories. Diamante turned on Ashley Dambois last week after she did something very stupid during when they were on when they were working as a tag team. I thought this was a good showing for Diamante in terms of in terms of looking powerful and then Ashley Dambois, she got to – usually she just gets her ass kicked. I I think that she had a good showing here that she was sort of – we saw her sort of try to kick it into high gear, and then it never quite being enough. It, she, ne- she never was able to kick it into high gear enough. It, it seemed like something that Diamante was able to shake off every time she, she had like a – tried to do like a neck breaker, and it, it was sort of the – the old Pokemon, like, it's not very effective type of uh, response. So hopefully hopefully this is... There's a reason, I think, that they chose Ashley Dambois to tell this two-week Dark story. That I think this was probably the end of it. But they have trust in her, and I, and I hope she continues to excel in this position. And maybe she'll have more to do. We have the Dark Order... That is specifically 1, 3, 4, or no, yeah, I'm sorry. 2, 3, 4, 5, 10. Versus Chaos Project and the Gun Club. That was a 5 minute and 20 second match. And the Ass Boys did not win. Oh boy, what are we doing with the Dark Order? What, what, what purpose do they serve? Hangman seems to be doing his, his stuff. He seems to not have any sort of issue. I know that they helped get rid of Red Dragon when when Red Dragon was encroaching on the Adam versus Adam match at Revolution. But other than that, we haven't seen very much of Dark Order on TV. We've We've seen them in some matches, but they haven't had much to do. John Silver looks like a star as always uh, the I, again I I I stick I I still believe and I'm going to continue to bring it up I still believe the thing to do with Dark Border is to say Brody Jr is training we will con- reconvene when 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 he is ready to lead and then just an amicable split up I think you have you go all in all different directions with them. They can all do their own thing. That that would be, much as maybe maybe Evil Uno and and Stu Grayson continue to work as the Dark Order as sort of the the gatekeepers, the the keepers of the tradition, so that it doesn't go completely away. But. I don't, or maybe, maybe if you maybe see if you can rework the, the player Uno and player Dose gimmick. I've never actually seen, but it's funny to me. Or uh, maybe it's too indie to do anything. Obviously, you can't call it the Super Smash Brothers, but I think it's good when the when wrestling infringes on intellectual property because IP laws are stupid. And if you uh, if you love something because of its IP properties, I think you're stupid. If I'm being frank, oh no, I've insulted my listeners, which again need to be clear don't exist. Six man tag match. Ooh, maybe you should maybe you should update your language. Cage match because this is a six woman tag match. It is a six person tag match. Anna Jay, Ruby Soho, and Sky Blue defeat Emmy Sakura, Lufisto, and the Bunny in three minutes and twenty one seconds. Anna Jay is. Not even with dark. Uh, maybe you can. Maybe you can kayfabe that that she wasn't out with dark order because she had a match coming up. But definitely not. We're not seeing T.J. Taiji around, and it's weird. It's gone on for a while now that we're not. She's just friends with Ruby Soho now, and we're just not acknowledging what why that is, and and it's frankly, they would not give this type of treatment to the men's tag teams. They, they, fr- frankly, they, that's something that they would not do. If, if, if Anna J and jungle boy started doing a relationship based angle, and then jungle boy was off doing that Luchasaurus, they wouldn't just be like, okay, well, we're just going to send Luchasaurus off to tag with CM punk and Serpentico. And if, if, If you saw that, you would rightly be like, what the fuck? What happened with Jurassic Express? Why are they not? Are they still friends? Has this angle killed them? Can we get some explanation? Surely you would get some kind of explanation, but we have not so far. We just see Anna Jay and Ruby Soho, who I will, I have said, and I will say again, I think in vacuum, a very good tag team, a very good, a very good sort of playing off of each other tag team. That I could that I could see more of, but I just I wanna know what happened to TJ Taijai. And they just haven't given me that. Sky Blue is also on this team. I don't know if she even got into the ring in this match. I don't I, I barely saw her. She is fighting Marina Shafir on a very stacked dynamite this week. Come on. Give give us a I know that it's a very stacked dynamite. Give us a women's match that matters. She's going to get her ass kicked by Marina Shafir as Marina Shafir builds up for what I think will be a fun match against Jade Cargill some at some point coming soon. What? Why is that the only women's match? There's, there, there ha- this. If even if that's what you want to do, there's no reason why you can't. This, this, the men's side of things are it's already stacked to the gills this week. There are great matches. And then you're just like, oh, we're also going to include uh, Punk versus Penta, a match that has no build that is going to be good, but I don't know where either of them are in terms of their characters right now. They're both sort of looking. They're both the sort of faces that are like looking towards the heel turn, or I don't know if Penta Oscuro is supposed to be a heel version of Penta Cerro I don't. I don't know where they are. I don't know why this match needs to exist so why not why not give us a good second women's match on on this already very stacked card i, I don't know i and i i know it's going to be a weird one just in terms of because there is a live rampage this friday so they're not going to have they, they can't shift as much stuff onto 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 Rampage as they would on on a normal Dynamite like like Punk versus Penta on Rampage I think would make more sense it does feel like more like a Rampage match in terms of not having much of a build but and I and uh, well not for nothing that's going to make for a much more fun episode for us next week because the people in New Orleans will be hot they they have not had a I don't know if they've ever had a Dynamite if, if they have it hasn't been for many years so they're going to be very hot, and they will only get two hours of dynamite. They won't have a rampage, so that means we're going to get some dark matches that are going to be very very exciting they're they're gonna give those those fans you gotta give the people what they want, and the people want quality matches, so we're going to get some good dark elevation next week out of this but come on, come on give me give me some kind of women's match that I can sink my teeth into. Rather than Sky Blue is going to get her ass kicked by Marina Shafir, I'm 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 sorry, but that's just what's going to happen. It's it makes sense, and it's and I don't know if I don't even know how much of a fight Sky Blue can put up. Uh, what else is What else happened in this match? Ruby Soho looked like it has a new finisher, destination unknown. It looks better than the kick. I hope she keeps doing the kick. It's just not a very good finisher, except for in the context of I, I do like when somebody gets kicked in the face. And then immediately falls straight into the Queenslayer. I think. I hope. So if we're still getting Anna J. Ruby Soho matches, I hope they continue to do that. But that's where we are. Oh, and good. And and of course, great to see Lufisto getting some getting some dates with a a, a major company. I I don't know very much about Lufisto, but I know that she's a a a stalwart of. I think I've said stalwart twice in this episode. I, that she, but she, I said it for Frankie Kazarian, and Lufisto is is a Frankie Kazarian like figure in in terms of how much how much time and effort she's put into the business, and and has helped others succeed and has succeeded herself, and I hope we see more Lufisto coming out in, and it's not just all in matches with Emmy Sakura and the Bunny, who, yes, again, uh we We do the whole watch tie guy TJ, but where's Penelope Ford? maybe she's getting repackaged for something with keptsabian, but anyway Penta oscuro defeats jora Joel Jorah Joel another favorite another another long time beyond wrestling figure he's i don't know what it What's going? At least they acknowledged on commentary here that oh hey, where's the rest of the Andrade family order? What because he's like he's like this secondary member who's only sometimes affiliated with them, and he uh, he's good. I I hope that we get some sort of payoff. It seemed like he was much more involved with Matt Hardy than than he has. I don't know if. If Andrade has even truly acknowledged George Ol, I hope we get something out of this with him. Penta oscuro fucked him up, and again, I don't know if we're supposed to be thinking of him as. I I, I guess that Penta oscuro is the is the face here, but I don't know. Give me something. Give me something more with George Ol. I like George Ol. Give give me. Give me his storyline where he leaves the Andrade family order or literally anything happens. Top flight defeats a factory, Solo and Colorado in five minutes and fifty two seconds. Beforehand we had we had QT Marshall shitting on the fans in Boston, saying that everybody's a they're all Yankees fans, which you know. I would not wish that on anybody. And I'm not even a Red Sox fan, but being a Yankees fan is is the ultimate heel move. And he tried to insinuate that Dante and Darius were also Yankee fans, which they're from they're from Minnesota, I believe. So, I don't see any reason why they would not support their beloved Twins with such players as uh hmm, I don't know. I don't know. They had Joe Mauer for for a long time now they don't and now they have nobody that anybody knows but again this is not baseball chat we we could talk about how baseball has lost all power to create stars if we want to I, this is my podcast i can talk about whatever i want but i don't think that's really relevant to what we're talking about top flight as always looks cool looks good they defeated the factory and this seems to be the factory sort of spot, I feel like. I feel like they quite regularly end up being the headline heels of uh, – they're for somebody for to go over right before the start of the Dynamite filming. And I think that's a pretty good spot for them. I think that it, it tends to work because, hey – if you if a crowd can if you can get a crowd to be as hot they've already been watching for 45 minutes and and you get them this hot for for a show like they were hot for uh, ramp uh, dynamite and rampage that's that's what you want That's what you want. All right, we're gonna move on. Oh boy this would be the place to get an ad break. I hope, please listen to this podcast so that I can put an ad break here. Anchor says that if I get a minimum listenership or no minimum listenership, just a certain number of listeners, I can get an ad break right here. I'll sell whatever. If this can make me some money, I, I got I got stuff I want to buy or, or causes I want to support. Anyway moving on to but yes without a without an ad break we have no we have no clean way to separate these two shows so all i can say now is moving on to aw dark I, once again cage match has failed me on this so i need to use a recap website's recap because cage match cannot figure out that it aired last night even though it was filmed from what i can tell this this dark was filmed sometime back in January, so it has it. That looks like when it's from, and that's when uh, when. So none of it is particularly hot or or r- related. Although they find ways to connect things because Taz and Excalibur are consummate professionals. Another phrase that I use a lot for people like Frankie. I feel like I've called Frankie Kazarian a consummate professional before. So we start off with Powerhouse Hobbs, pu- 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 Powerhouse versus Axton Wright. Re- I all, I can't stop thinking of of, uh, of Powerhouse Hobbs entering to the song Powerhouse and how funny that would be. Just, just this big, strong guy coming out and just like, It's a funny bit that, that is stuck in my head. And I have to tell you all, but Powerhouse Hobbs defeated Axton Ray, which again, some of these names, oh boy, where are you? Axton Ray? Come on, I I know I I know I harp on this weekly that there are just some bad wrestling names for right? handsome talent, and there are bad names on WWE as well as as we know as we've seen with the recent uh, Butch and uh, the, the the newest uh, theory. The mononymous theory. There's some bad names at the top. There's med. There's but there's also some. Say you know say what you want about Vince McMahon and I have said it and we'll say it again. But he's not going to let somebody go out there and Axton Ray or maybe he will. I don't. I I can't put anything past him at this point. But it's a bad it's a bad name. He lost. Powerhouse Hobbs continues to look great. He he looks he looks awesome. Uh, we we uh, we got a lot of we got a lot of promos on this uh, more promos than usual on this on this episode of Dark, which is weird because like I know that they want the, on some level the purpose of Dark is to or or the promos is to sell you on tomorrow night's dynamite but is there anybody out there who's going to be watching dark who is not intent on watching dynamite like who is this for who are you hyping up what a weird person who is who who gladly watched dark but but needs to be sold on tomorrow's dynamite but eddie kingston looks great as always great 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 max caster versus mike mike reed uh Max Caster had a very very strange rap. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it was like strange, but it did not it was longer than his usual raps. It did not fit the regular cadence. He did sort of a different thing at the end. He didn't he did not have Anthony Bowens with him. So that's probably part of the reason he went in a little different direction. But he didn't he didn't it it, it almost made me feel like he didn't he didn't know who his opponent was going to be until, like, right before, because very little of it was about his opponent. And, uh, but Max Caster, always won, And I think that Max Caster and Anthony Bowens are both, both have singles potential. They both are able to be stars. And a lot of people, like, ask, like, oh, who's going to be, you know, when they eventually break up, who's going to be single star? And, like, who's... Who because Bowen seems like more of the in work ring work guy, but he's growing a lot in terms of his in terms of his personality and his being on the mic, and then Max is more of the on mic guy and but he's his ring work is is getting better, and there's just no reason to even worry about breaking them up because you you want to talk about like potential as single stars both of these guys get a, a hefty amount of singles work. Max fought Samoa Joe this week or last week. Again, another reason I am very sad that I missed that live show. Because Samoa Joe was... There was a point in the last five years where Samoa Joe was unquestionably my favorite wrestler. But the point that I'm trying to make is that... There's no reason to think about post-acclaimed Bowens or Caster. Because they are both getting quality reps as single competitors... There are a lot of people on this AEW roster who would like to get as many singles matches as either of these two tag team stars do. So I'm not worried about either of them, one of one of them outshining the other, or or one of them being held back by being a tag team, because I think they know that they have two potential breakout single stars in this tag team, and they're just going to use them as needed as single stars, and and keep, keep the tag team because the tag team's hot. In a way that I think WWE could learn from how AEW is using the acclaimed as both single single stars and as a tag team. Max had to cheat to win this match. I don't know why. I don't know what they saw in Mike Reed that's a like, go. Oh, well, he, he can't lose clean on this, this enhancement talent guy can't lose clean on Dark. I did like he had a cool move, Mike Reed, that I, I don't know if I've ever seen it before, where he, f- where Caster was outside the ring, and Reed faked like he was gonna go over the top, so Ca- as soon as he did that, Caster rolled in to avoid him, and then instead, Reed just went down and stomped on Caster. I thought that was a fun, fun turn on what is usually a pretty commonplace uh, sequence that you know what's going to happen. So I liked I liked that that choice there. But other than that, I don't know what why. Caster had to lo- had to win by cheating, but he got the win. And Mike Reed, I don't know if we'll see him again. But I don't I'm not a he he did surprise me with that one thing, which is a thing that you can do, that makes me say I have a very low low bar that I need to clear to see. Enhancement talent return, and I guess it's a, a little bit higher bar for me to be excited to see somebody return. But he's right; he cleared that thing where I'm like, "Oh, Mike Reed, he did that one move that I liked." Diamante versus Milo, Milo, and uh, hey, Diamante continues to win. I have not checked if there is rankings this morning. Diamante has to be like 6-0, and 5-0 on on the year. They're not – for whatever reason, they're showing her lifetime record in, in AEW, which is above 500, so it's not it, – it's not like it's a, a a particular slight. But her singles run has been pretty dominant this year, and they're not really addressing it, and I don't know what the plan is. Why Why are we not using Diamante – maybe maybe are they waiting until after battle of the belts to maybe build her up as the next opponent of of thunder rosa i don't know i i still think that that should be the plan i think that she should be facing thunder rosa there's not there's not really another face right now that somebody i, I don't know maybe maybe something like like uh Ru- ruby soho could Ruby Soho versus Diamante might be fun, a fun way to build. But again, what what's the plan there? Where are you going with that? I don't I don't know what the plan is, but she is looking down at it, and she looks she, she looks like she's fucking people up in the ring, which is I think what makes her so cool. I don't know if maybe they want to keep those gunshots off of TV. Maybe there's some people who don't like that. And may, maybe that's why she's being relegated to staying on these other, these dark shows because she's, she's pretty explicitly cocking the gun and firing at, firing it at you. I think it looks cool. I can understand why maybe some, uh, what, whatever the, the people who, 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 uh, for a network make, make sure everything is, uh, above board. I don't, I don't know if they, there's a reason that, Standards and practices—is that what those people are called? Maybe they don't like it, but if that's the case, and why why is she building up so many dark ones? I I would like to see her win. I, I would like to see her face win a a meaningful match on TV to set up an eventual match with Thunder Rosa. I think that would be great. And I think that you could also – I think you could also include her in the Owen tournament. I think they they maybe need a few more heels in that tournament. As of right now, I think it's just Jamie Hayter. And then I guess if you count Red Velvet, who who ended up looking like looking like uh, the heel, even though that was not necessarily the plan. And well, I, I don't know. Is there another – I can't remember. Now I can't remember who, who's already qualified for that tournament. No, because yeah, because it's Sheida, Tony Storm, Red Velvet, and and Jimmy Hater. So you need another heel in there. I can see that being a good use for Diamante. But do something with her. She's you're you're she's looking good. She's she's been one of the stars, I think of. And I and I give a little bit more. I'm, this is something I, I maybe I'll just address. I, I'm going to give more credit in general to the women on on Dark and Elevation because they this for a lot of them there is this this is their show. For all of the all of the improvements we've seen in the women's division in the last year or so, they're still bottlenecked because of that one women's episode per Dynamite, one women's episode. Per rampage, you get two television matches a week. So for someone like, someone like, Diamante, effectively she's in the third or fourth biggest women's match of the week. You could say just because of where where she, where she is in that card. So it's not her fault she can't get on TV until they commit to having just. Just, just surprised me a couple times a month with a second fucking women's match on Dynamite. Jesus. But, the point being, Diamante is, is, is a star, is a all star of Dark, I would say. Uh, Rohit Raju had a good promo, uh, for his Dark match. Good for you, Rohit. I, I think that he has probably a, a, a cozy spot in Ring of Honor coming up. I don't, I don't see him coming to AEW very much for the time being, but I do think that we will, we will get some good, good use of him on, on, uh, on, on Ring of Honor. Jorah Joel versus Teddy Goods. Oh, what a, what a super beyond match to be filmed uh, at Universal Studios. Jorah Joel. Again, I don't know what they're doing with him, but he continues to look good. He he looked very mean. I liked how he pinned he pinned Teddy Goods after a a big pump kick, I guess you would call it a big boot. I don't know what you I don't know what you would call the big kick he he did to Teddy Goods. But then he pinned him. But then Teddy Goods' foot was covering his face from the camera, so he just pinned him back harder so that he could get his me, mean mug the camera as much as possible as he put away Teddy Goods good use for both of these guys i just i just want to see something happen with george Joel. i just i i just want to see something happen i can't even call him one of the stars of dark because he just doesn't get to do as much on it as you'd like to see Emmy sakura defeats charlotte renegade i like the renegades better as a tag team that's all i had to say so if only there were some tag team person that Emmy Sakura could be a part of. And I'm not talking about the bunny or or who who is her other tag team. I go, oh I guess more Lufesto, I wouldn't I'm not gonna complain about that. But I want I want Lulu back. I want Lulu or, or Mace Get get them back. Get 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 that that Joshi stable that Emmy Sakura should be leading. Captain Sean Dean versus Rohit Raju. Sean Dean looking good. Had a very big over the top rope splash, and and I think I think Taz and Excalibur made a joke about how Excalibur called it a big splash or something like that. I like I I thought they had good chemistry. I thought this I thought I thought this was good. I I again I don't always like what they do with Sean Dean, but I think when when you portray him as this sort of this professional, this locker room leader. I think that's, I think that, that works for Sean Dean. And, and I like him as a thorn in the side of MJF. Just this guy who just doesn't win very often, but continues to fuck with MJF. I'm excited to see what, how they continue that storyline. I guess he's four and one. So I guess he's one more this year than I, than I, than I thought he has. But I think both of these guys have a place in what they do. I think, like I said, I think Rohit Raju is going to be a part of Ring of Honor, and I think he's going to succeed. And I think that, I think that. Uh, by the way, just one one more thing, I'm, I want to get about Ring of Honor, and I'm very excited for for Joe Suzuki tonight. I have a pulse, so obviously I'm excited for that match. You you are if you are not excited for that match. You might you might be dead already if you <laughs> Jeff Foxworthy really bit now if you aren't excited for Minoru Suzuki versus Samoa Joe you might be dead already but my question is does Ring of Honor need a TV title I don't know on this show Samoa Joe insinuated something about about holding multiple titles and being an undisputed champion and. I think that maybe that would be the way to go. Eventually, I think I think just because Samoa Joe is probably going to be around longer, there's a good chance that he takes this title off of Minoru Suzuki, who this poor guy, an all-time legend, cannot get a win on AEW. He seems to be having fun with it, and he seems wherever else he goes, he kicks people's asses, but he doesn't seem to win on AEW, and that is what it is. But if Samoa Joe does become the title holder here. I could see them fusing that with the, with the TNT title or something like that. Just, just doing something to, cause I don't know if, I don't know how many times I'm, I'm generally of the opinion that fewer titles makes the titles better. So that's, that's where I am at that. Maybe, maybe consolidate that title after Joe wins it. And that's going to do it. We're pushing 40 minutes on the show. So if you like the show, tell me you probably know who i am or you can some in somehow leave a comment to tell me let me know that my words are being heard and that's all until next week i think we're going to have a very hot a very hot dynamite we're going to have a a a great live rampage and then battle of the belts and if both of those shows have live audiences that are going to get extra matches cuz i have to assume Between those two shows, that is two hours of TV content. They're going to give both of those audiences some dark matches. So we're going to have some fun when we come back next week, and we'll chat about all the fun things that happened on this week's Rampage and Dynamite, but provided that we get there through talking about everybody's favorite shows, Dark and Elevation. Thank you.